Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Fish are friends, not food. It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Wilson! Just tell me how much yours and I'll pay you back. So far, it's about $1.3 million. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome to the first ever episode of Blockbuster or Lackluster with your host, me, Noah Bovenizer. Jalutandila. And Kane Hunt. Hello and welcome back to Blockbuster or Lackluster, the podcast where we take an actor's highest and lowest rated movies and break them down. Yeah, so for this we are using the Critics Tomato Meter on Rotten Tomatoes, but it isn't perfect, but, you know, we do what we do. And... Because we are using actors, we are doing the films that they have acted in. So if they have directed or produced any films that are their highest or lowest, we will take that off and go the one below or above that they've acted in, just to make things easier for us so we can talk about their acting. But yeah, Jael, do you want to introduce the actor with the privilege of being... Okay, what I don't know. The actor that we're going to talk about today is... Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio in the house, guys. So let's see a bit of his backstory. Leo is, was born in November 11th, 1974, Los Angeles, California. He, uh, he got his first start in acting on TV shows like Parenthood. And he had his first major movie role uh, in This Boy's Life in 1993 and received acclaim for his supporting role um, playing, by playing a disabled boy in What's Eating, Gilbert Grape. Um, this actually is my favorite movie of Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, what's yours, Leonardo DiCaprio favorite movie, guys? I have to say, I I'm, I don't know if it's my favorite of his. I'm very bad with favorites, but I really I watched What's Eating Gilbert Grape recently because I knew we were going to do this, and like I was blown away by how good he is in it. I so I kind of agree with you there. That is a really great movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch that movie. Yeah, now. absolutely. I yeah, agree definitely. with you. Yeah, Kane, what's yours? Well, you see, I know there's a lot of good movies out there from Leo. Like you got Wolf of Wall Street, you've got Inception. Um, but I'm a classic guy, you know, and I've got to go Titanic. You know, oh. it's the one everybody thinks of when they <laughs> think Leo. Classic Titanic. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I, I I think I'm with the majority on that one I by far. You, I think you might. I think they're like what what like two billion dollars. I think the two billion dollars might just agree with you on that one. <laughs> just just a little tad. I think that might be a popular one. Yeah. yeah. It actually became the highest grossing film. Yeah, at the like, time. Internationally. Yeah, just, just, a, just a little bit of a success. Just a little <laughs> bit of a success, but yeah. Well, um, we can see what the public think about that and actually see if I am with the majority, because here's what they said when asked what their favourite Leonardo DiCaprio movie was. I have really watched too many uh, Leonardo DiCaprio films. I've only seen the Titanic, so I guess I'll have to say that one. Um, I heard Wolf of Wall Street's pretty good though, so I've got to go check that out soon. Um, my favourite DiCaprio film is probably Wolf of Wall Street, because it looks quite hot in that. Um, but he's quite good in Titanic as well, I think. I have to say Shutter Island, because it's got a really interesting twist in it that I wasn't expecting. And um, the acting in it's really good, and it does give off quite a creepy atmosphere throughout the movie which is pretty cool um i don't mind titanic i guess that's you know usually the first film that you think of when you hear his name 
but it's a little bit boring in my opinion. But it's alright, he's he does some pretty good acting in that as well. My favourite DiCaprio movie is probably The Man in the Iron Mask. It is one of his earlier roles, so I don't think he got any awards or anything for it like that. But I do think it demonstrates just the range of acting ability that he has. He's playing two polar opposite characters in the same film, one being really cruel and arrogant and the other one being really vulnerable and kind. Like, that can't be easy. And uh, I think it really does set him up for the roles he gets later in his career. Uh, I'd rather say Romeo Juliet, because <laughs> Shakespeare's just really good. It's just a lovely film. Or I'd say Django Unchained, because his performance in that film was fantastic, and so were all the other actors. And uh, I love Quentin Tarantino's work and the little the balance between comedic uh, drama and action. It's, it's just one of my favourite films. So my favourite Leonardo DiCaprio film is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mainly for the dynamic between himself and Brad Pitt, but also the vibe of the film, the setting, the themes, and the crazy ending. Uh, my favourite Leonardo DiCaprio film is uh, 1996, Romeo plus Juliet. I nearly cried at the scene when Mercutio died. It was very saddening. Other than that, uh, Leonardo is just he, he playing Ro uh, Romeo. He was fit for the role. I didn't see the ending coming. It caught me off guard. Uh, other than that, Shutter Island wasn't that good. Not really one of my favourite films of his. Yeah, so that was um, that was actually fantastic. I yeah, I, good I love mix of it. opinions there. I know, right? I love hearing other people's opinions. So let's introduce the worst rated movie of Leonardo, which is Critters Three. The critters are back. <laughs> They've just rolled into the big city. Oh, safe at home. In search of new neighbors. <laughs> Aliens in the base. You have to believe her. They're big, they're huge. So that was Critters 3. So Critters 3 was made in 1991. It's a franchise. Um, and Leo was actually just 16 years old in that movie. Um, quite young, I would say. Yeah. Uh, this is just an American science fiction comedy horror movie. Um, and again, there is... There are so many good characters, um, actors, which is without Amy Brooks, which plays Annie, uh, John Calvey, which is Clef Clifford, and then Leon DiCaprio plays Josh. Uh, Rotten Tomato gives this movie a, I would say, zero percent. <laughs> I'm oh. so sorry. <laughs> oh, they're crying. I'm sure Leo uh, is crying. Surely you've got to put an effort to get zero percent. Like that's more of an achievement yeah. than getting hundred. I know. I, I know. And I think. I think. I think I had to like, like, really research to see. Like when I when I saw zero percent, I was honestly shocked uh, because it's really low. Yeah. But yeah. What do you what do you guys think about um, the movie? Critters three. What to say about Critters three? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Like you said, a zero percenter, and I. I don't know. I don't know if it fully agrees. I think the problem with Critters 3 is, like you said, it's a comedy horror, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure. It was kind of funny, but I don't know if I was laughing at the comedy bits or if I was laughing at the bits that were meant to be horror, because it's just not scary at all. It's this weird blend where you can see what they were trying to do, but did they really do it right? <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, a few of my I, when I wrote watched the film, I had to write down a few lines because they're just amazing. There's a bit um, where they're about to climb onto some telephone wires or something, and one of the main girls says to someone, "Can you do that? Are you allowed?" And the woman says, <laughs> "I can do anything. I work for the phone company." Oh. <laughs> Just hearing that line again is just it's so weird. making me cringe. It's so weird. Yeah, all, I can say, all I can say, guys, is what a movie. Like, when <laughs> I finished it, I was like, what a movie. And, and um, I, don't know if you, I, know, I don't know if you saw The Critters Far, but I'm, you probably didn't. Because no. um, the finale f- finishes with the, with the suspense, right? Yeah, Critters um, 3 is very much setting up a Critters 4, but I have to say... I do not feel at all inclined. I, I, to I was going to say yeah. the word suspense is a bit too out there. <laughs> a bit generous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too out there. What do you guys think about the script? Because I didn't like. I thought that Leonardo DiCaprio performance wasn't that bad, but because the script wasn't really developed, I think it wasn't developed enough. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the main problems are the script and the directing and stuff. I think the acting. I mean, there's a few choice. A few choices made by the actors that are um, not the best, but yeah, like you said, Leo's okay. You know, you can see that charm there. Like, you can just kind of feel that it's him. It's not perfect, but like you can mm-hmm. feel that Leo charm that we know now. And like, yeah, if you think about it, this film, 1991, two years later, like you said before, JL, was when he was nominated for an Oscar for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Like, two years yeah. after this film. That is quite the rise. That's crazy. There's definitely crazy. some uh, character development there. To yeah. say you go from little old Josh in Critters 3 to, to such a big role. Yeah, and I found out. Are you ready? This is a fun fact. I found out. We almost didn't get Leo in Critters 3. We oh. almost had a, a Leonardo DiCaprio-less Critters 3. Because originally, Carrie Elwes, who you might know from playing Wesley in The Princess Bride, or Robin Hood in Robin Hood Men in Tights, or for Kane, Dr. Gordon in Saw. Oh. Right. He was originally offered the role of Josh, but he turned it down, so it ended up Oh, he turned it down? Yeah, so well, we ended up we getting can... Leo in the role. Wow, we can see Leo is really devoted to every role. If you went, I'm not turning this down, I'm going to do this. Yeah, Leo is <laughs> stuck with his gut. And also, another fun fact, double fun fact for the day. In the original Critters movie, because as you said, this is a franchise, in Critters 1, stars the one and only Billy Zane, who was later joined Leo as Rose's fiance in Titanic. So oh wow. Critters is a bit of a bit of a Titanic family reunion. Right. Well, before Titanic. <laughs> but yeah, so that, I thought that was quite interesting. His his fellow that co-star. Was, that is interesting. That's yeah. actually interesting. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, I got a few reviews of the film. Okay. Oh, okay. Which uh, shows the a professional point of view. Matt Brunson said its claim to fame is that it marked Leonardo DiCaprio's film debut. But aside that from that trivial pursuit tidbit, there's not much to recommend this subpar entry. Well, that's made very obvious by the fact that the entire marketing of this yes. film is solely based on the fact that it stars Leo. Yeah. Like, if, if you read, yeah, if you read the description, you'd think he was. 100% of the screen time was Leo. He he's, must only be in it for about a quarter, like maybe half of the film time at a stretch. Yeah. There's, like a big yeah. Ensemble, there's a big ensemble for this film, and Leo is just one of them. Yeah, totally. 
but yeah. I, I would I would definitely say that the the protagonist, which is Amy Brooks, which plays yeah. Annie, is, she's the uh, she's the main character of the story. But nobody nobody's really concentrating on her acting. <laughs> we are more worried about Leah's, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. Bless him. Yeah, it, I would. I wouldn't personally give this movie zero percent. Come on, that's really cool. Yeah, like I said, I found it kind of funny. There are scenes where I was laughing. (laughs) Again, I don't know if I was meant to, but it was. I got some enjoyment out of it. It's only short. It's only an hour and twenty-four minutes or something like that. So it's not a long watch. You can get through it. But I have to say, I don't know if you guys agree with me on this. If you watch the film, sorry, spoilers for Critters Three, but um, the first person that dies is. The maintenance man called Frank, who I was very glad that he died because he speak like this at the whole time. <laughs> it was so annoying. When he died, I was like, thank goodness it is, he's right. gone. I thought I was going to have to put up with that for an hour and a half. It's like the most cliche Italian accent you've ever heard in your entire <laughs> life. And it's made even wrong. Like I'm Italian, and yeah. and I know that the accent is not. It doesn't not look sound. It doesn't yeah. sound like that. <laughs> it's awful. It's it doesn't. Awful. But yeah, I, it doesn't sound like that. My one thing I would say that I thought was kind of good, the critters genuinely sound quite creepy. I thought I thought they like sound design on the critters, they creep me out. Yeah, I can agree. I think it's how they play off of this sort of because they sound, it, to me they sound like children, and that's yeah. what makes it weirder. Is the fact that they're supposed to be these <laughs> monstrous, children. murderous children, uh, monsters, and then they sound like children. Yeah, have we got a clip of the sound? Uh, I think we do. See, like that crunching noise you could hear in the background there. That's the critters. That's creepy. That's, that's really <laughs> creepy and cringy too. That's weird. But I, I, I think as well that the critters look good but they don't look scary i like puppet work at all but i think they look i do think they actually look good i think they're made well but they're not at all scary yeah right the only thing i really like about this movie is i don't know guys if you remember but in the first scene of the movie you can see that the three members of the family they're all singing together in the car like a happy like a happy yeah. family That's and then during cool. the movie you really see the the struggle of the family which is the dad and the um, mother who who passed away two years ago yeah. so that's why i liked about the movie the contrast of you know you you look at this family you think they're perfect but in the reality they have they have some issues so that's why i really liked about it yeah. uh, but there's other than that there. there's something there yeah, there's but something there. There's some car- yeah, you yeah. can see there's a real realistic issues going on in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So this one is the lackluster, supposedly in Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Do we agree that it's a lackluster, or do we? One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Do you agree? Hundred percent. Hundred hundred percent. Sorry, but no, not great. Oh, well, I, I think it's okay. But if you guys do, I'm outvoted. That's officially a lackluster film. So, yeah, that was our lackluster movie. So um, let's compare it to our blockbuster, which, surprisingly, is Catch Me If You Can. Um, let's see what uh, Empire journalist um, Helen O'Hara has to say about it. Oh, no, that's a great film. Yeah, that's, it's a good one. That, but... And that speaks well of critics, if that's the one they've gone for, actually. Yeah. You know, 
not just kind of pretentious trying to be great but actually just being incredibly entertaining i love yeah. that would you say that in your opinion that's his best performance or do you think his best performance is elsewhere um i have i have slightly mixed feelings on him as an actor i think sometimes he does go for the kind of oscary role rather than the you know great film sometimes a little bit um and sometimes you can see him acting you know and something like jay edgar you're like just calm down take a seat you know let's let's take a breath here um i think he's extraordinary in the revenant actually and i'm not surprised that finally won him the oscar and i know it's showy in the sense that you know they went into the wilderness and they put themselves through hell and they made it really difficult for themselves and that kind of thing always impresses the oscars but at the same time like it is an incredible performance because he's got nothing to play off for most of the film except just the outdoors and his circumstances and i think that's really extraordinary I think that he is a supremely intelligent and talented actor who could absolutely pull up something great tomorrow. I would really like to see him, though, do more work a little bit like that with a little bit of a comic element as well as the seriousness, because I think that's what maybe puts Catch Me If You Can ahead of and aside from a lot of his other works. Like he does so many films that are just dramatic and they're really quite heavy sometimes. And, and some of them verge on completely grim, um, obviously The Revenant, but you know, Gangs of New York is not exactly a laugh barrel, is it? And he is good at comedy and he is funny and he can be funny. And I would like to see a little bit more of that maybe. But at the same time, yeah, there, there is an element of, of picking his roles carefully and picking his directors carefully because he can afford to he's in a financial position to do so he's in a, a reputational position to do so you know he can just stay at home dating 25 year old models um if he doesn't get the work he wants you know sorry 24 year old models. <laughs> 25 he breaks up with them so. <laughs> yeah um so moving on to the lowest rated i will warn this one is a weird one i've never heard of it critters three Oh, the... my God. I don't think anybody has even seen Critters 1 these days, yeah. let alone, you know, going back and watching the whole franchise. I do. It has not stuck in my head. I will say that I think he was really talented, really young. Like if you watch him in something like um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, like he's he's fantastic in that. But yeah, I'm, I, I absolutely think he's got more in him. And the thing about roles for men keep getting better into their 40s 50s even 60s and 70s he has only just hit the beginning of the peak of his career you know judging by the standards of most a-list male actors in hollywood so it would be weird if he doesn't you know do something even better in the near future so moving on to our highest rated movie uh, from rotten tomato is Catch me if you can. Are you a real life pilot? I sure am, little lady. The jump seat is open. It's been a while since I've done this. Which one's the jump seat again? Dr. Connors to the ER. Dr. Connors to the ER. This is irrefutable evidence that the defendant is lying. Special Agent Hanratty, FBI. So that was Catch Me If You Can. Um, so this movie was made in 2002, directed and produced by Steven Spielberg, and Leo in this movie was 27 years old. Um, the plot, I, I'm just going to tell you a, a little bit about the movie, which which I think is, uh, I personally love this movie, by the way. Uh, the movie talks about this FBI agent, which uh, pursues Frank, who is played by Leonardo DiCaprio, who successfully fogged millions of dollars worth of checks while posing as a pan-AM uh, pilot 
as a doctor and a legal prosecutor. Um, the Rotten Tomato gives this movie a 96%. Oh, so wow. it's actually really high. And the casting um, sees Tom Hanks, play, which plays Carl, Christopher Walken, which is Frankie's uh, father, and Amy Adams, which is Brenda Strong. What, guys, do you think about the movie? Yeah, the, I was... I won't lie, I was slightly surprised that this was the highest rated. Not because it's a bad film, I just kind of thought maybe it'd be like, like Helen said, like The Revenant or something like that. But I think it is a good film. Like, it's just, it's it's a lot of fun, I would say. Yeah. The main thing about this film. It's just very fun. I don't know what else to say about <laughs> it. Like, he's just, Leo's so charming. Like, you kind of have to be like con artist, charming everyone. I feel like it suits Leo so well. It's definitely one of those classic um, Leo roles where um, he, you know, because Leo has that charm. You see it in a lot of his films. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely present in this one. And like you said, being a con artist, it totally makes sense. Yeah. But um, like with Critters 3, guys, we almost didn't get <laughs> Leo in this film. You're not going to believe it. We almost didn't get Leo in this film. Catch Me If You Can was in development for 22 years. Wow. Someone, I can't remember who, originally bought the rights to um, Frank Abagnale, I think that's how you say his name, who is a real person, by the way, if you didn't know that, this film is based on a true story, originally bought the rights to his story in 1980, but loads of delays, loads of delays. Dustin Hoffman was cast originally. Uh, You might know from like Rain Man, things like that. He was originally meant to play Frank. Then loads of delays, loads of delays. He left. Then Steven Spielberg bought the rights, and his favorite, interestingly enough, to play uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. was Johnny Depp. Really? Originally, right. he wanted okay. Johnny Depp to play him. But... I don't think I could imagine Johnny Depp in that role. Yeah, but it's funny. I would never. No, actually, I actually would never see Johnny Depp in that role. Yeah. Well, apparently, Leo was a bit of a controversial choice because. Mm. Frank, obviously in the film, is only 19. That's the whole thing, is he's really young, but he mm-hmm. looks a lot older than he does. Whereas <laughs> Leo is pretty famous for looking a lot younger than he does. So everyone, everyone was like, why have you cast this person that looks like he's really young? It's almost like it's when the... the whole point is he's meant to look old. But I think he, it works. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it's the polar opposite. Uh, how old did you say he was? 27? 27. 27. 27 years old. And he it looks not... 19. Yeah. It's like the complete opposite. I know it. Do, it doesn't look twenty-seven, did it? But um, I think I I love this movie. As 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 you said, um, Noah is really like Noah. Um, Leo is really charming. This movie, isn't it? Like he's really like um, I don't know because his his charm and the uh, the script really made him. I don't know. Really made him valuable for this movie. I yeah. guess. I think he. Um, I think the. There is a charm inherent in the script and in the story, but like you need a good actor to bring that to life, and I think Leo does do that. Yeah. Like I think absolutely. other people aren't the best, but um, weirdly, even though Leo has seven Oscar nominations, this was not one of them. Oh. He was nominated for a Golden Globe, which he didn't win, unfortunately. But he was nominated for a Golden Globe. But he wasn't nominated for an Oscar, which is quite interesting. Right. Hmm. So yeah, do you think that this is like obviously when you're looking at the critics' rating, they're not rating. Leo. This isn't the yeah. He isn't Leo the focus. review. This is a film review. So do yeah. you think this is more his best movie as opposed to his best performance? If you know what I mean. We, you see, I, it, it's a very good movie. Don't get me wrong. I really did enjoy it. But 
I, I don't know. I just think he's done better. Like, mm. compared to, like, The Wolf of Wall Street, where yeah. he's totally off his head. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, The Wolf of Wall Street is a good one. I Like, The Wolf of Wall Street would seem like not my film at all, like drugs and all this. Stuff. Like, <laughs> it just stresses me out, I think, when I watch things like that. But he is so, like, funny in it. He's... I know a lot of people thought he like kind of glorified that character, but I think he plays it in like a this guy's a bit of a an asshole kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think it's yeah, but it's similar to this one though. They're both quite fun. I don't know. I don't know which one I would say was is better. Like the Revenant is obviously the one he won the Oscar for, but it's so different to this film. <laughs> it's like, so how different. Do you, compare? Yeah. you can yeah. see like two different types of audiences. Like in those, like I can see how in Catch Me If You Can. That's more of a well uh, universally liked one because yeah. it's tame, it's it's a bit of fun. Yeah. But compared to the Revenant, Not, where there's dark themes and it's yeah. very heavy, you can see how people wouldn't like that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Another fun fact of the day, last fun fact about Catch Me If You Can. In this movie, obviously Leo is a con artist. He apparently has, according to the costume designer, a hundred costume changes in this film. What? What? A hundred costume changes apparently, 100. and one of them is he cons one of the airlines as TWA, which was founded by Howard Hughes, who Leo fans will know. Leo plays in the movie <laughs> The Aviator. Literally right. comes full circle. Yes, nice little full circle. Small world Hollywood there. But yeah. Uh, so How about that? Do we agree this film is the blockbuster? Do we agree it's a blockbuster? It's a blockbuster. Do we think yeah, it is a blockbuster. Do we but think I it's Leo's think... blockbuster? Do we think it's his best work? I don't think it's the But I don't think it's a, it's, it's, it is his best work. I've mm. seen better, yeah. honestly. <laughs> well, we can see a professional's opinion on this when we see Jael's interview with... Ricardo Barker. Ricardo. Sometimes, even though you can be a... You can have a, um, a lot of... Um, a lot of um, depth and a lot of skill as a performer and as an actor. Sometimes the script mm-hmm. um, doesn't demand it of you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be a really, really good script, but the director is not demanding that of you. Mm-hmm. you know? So there, there are a number of different elements. Now, I think, looking at Leonardo DiCaprio's early, early stuff, when he was in Gilbert Grape, that's somebody who, who is going in an area um, and putting in a performance mm-hmm. that's that's challenging, that's different. Mm-hmm. So based on that, and I've n- I'm not an expert in all of his work, but I wouldn't be surprised if he could put in a really interesting, dark performance. But I don't think he'll be offered that. Why not? Because I think that he is, he he's the good-looking leading man. Right. So for the... Um, the thing that he did with um, Tarantino, the Once Upon a Time in America, yeah. you know. You know, he is... Well, okay, having said that, he, he did um, Django Unchained, and that was... He wasn't a nice character in that. Right. Um, he was... Because he was the... He was the, the plantation owner, the racist plantation owner. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. he's that. kind of... He, he, he's... He makes you f- feel... You know, he's not a nice character in that. Mm. So, okay, let me qualify it. <laughs> I think I'd be more in, I'd be, personally me, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see him explore a greater range of, of depth of different types of characters because he is, you know, and maybe as he's getting older, maybe he, maybe he will do. But, you know, 
if the question is, do I think he's a good actor? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And, and, and do I think that he's safe? Um, no, I think and J- Django Unchained kind of showed that. And I think also, in thinking about Once Upon a Time in America, there's this great scene where he's is he doing a, an audition? He's doing a rehearsal, and he's just in his trailer in the trailer. And he's just doing these rehearsal bits. Oh, and when he says he's an idiot, yeah, 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 yeah. All of that, I think, is yeah. guy's good. The guy's good. Yeah. So with that professional opinion, that concludes. I love that. The first episode of Blockbuster or Lackluster, guys. Oh wow! Sad noises, sad noises. That concludes the first episode. So we decided Critters Three is a lackluster. One, that's Definitely. a good one. He only goes up from there. His first film is what we think is his worst. So I would say, good job there, Leo. But <laughs> Catch Me If You Can, not our favourite, but still good. But, but good. Still good. But still good. good. Today. But yeah. Well deserved. So, I mean, I've been Noah. Jalutandila. And Kane Hunt. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Mind telling your subconscious to take it easy? It's my subconscious. Remember, I can't control it.